Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Omnichannel retailing. It's the shift towards aligning online channels with their bricks and mortar stores. So how can it be best deployed and what does it mean for small business? Well, as the CEO of Hatch Brands, Todd Foote has developed impressive expertise in the subject and believes that this retail approach is an option for mum and dad stores. Todd starts by explaining omnichannel retailing to Jeff Waters. Omnichannel retailing is this concept of offering your products through both an online channel and a bricks and mortar store or multiple bricks and mortar stores. And it's something that's been done. Obviously, bricks and mortar stores have been around for many, many thousands of years in some variety. Yes, that's not exactly new. But adding the digital component to that makes it sort of omnichannel. So if you think of you know businesses like Officeworks or JB Hi-Fi, certainly very well positioned in this space whereby you can go and see their entire catalogue on their websites and actually browse the availability of the stock in the stores to see if you could pick it up today or if they could same-day deliver it to you. And so that's where the omni-channel component comes in. That selecting from what's currently available in the store is a massive new thing and very handy for the consumer. It must be doing the retailers no end of good as well in moving the stock around to the right places where it needs to be. Absolutely. I think it's a real challenge. And I think that the, you know, the inventory replenishment teams have certainly got their work cut out for them these days, Jeff. Yes. Yes. And of course, COVID would have pushed along that change. Yeah, it's really interesting to look at what happened with COVID. There was a great piece of data that came out in the US, which showed that kind of the buying behavior and the, and the shift. And obviously, when COVID hit, we saw a massive increase in online shopping behavior. And that persisted for about 12 to 18 months. But as COVID started to wane, we've actually seen that reverse quite substantially. And so it's, it's been quite interesting to see how that's played out. But what I think is probably happening more is that the consumer is more willing now to do research online and then want to back that up with an in-store experience. So they now want the comfort to know that the product that they think is right for them is in a store. So they're going to do that research online before they just show up at a store. Whereas previously, you know, I think five years ago, people would have just said, oh, you know, I'll go down to JB Hi-Fi and see if they've got what I'm looking for and sometimes have a disappointing experience because that stock wasn't there or the particular brand that they're after isn't stocked by JB Hi-Fi. All right. So where is all this heading, Todd? What are we going to see develop from this into the future? Obviously, this is just my opinion here, Jeff, but having a look at the US... Well, it's a valuable one. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here, Todd. (laughs) I certainly hope so. And I hope my predictions are correct, Jeff. Time will be the test on this one. We'll be testing you at the end of the decade to see how you went. (laughs) But yeah, look, I think what we're seeing is a shift towards having mega format stores. I think this has been going on for decades. But I think that omnichannel actually increases the desire for this. And so when I say you know, mega format stores, think of a Costco in Australia or Walmart, which kind of started this format in the US. These stores that offer kind of everything, you know, from your groceries through to furniture, through to electronics, 
everything that you can think of. And so I think that they certainly have a big role to play because they can have a website presence that's like an Amazon, but then back it up with the product being in a huge physical store where you can go and touch and feel and click and collect that product if you desire. And so I think we're seeing a shift, you know, towards that sort of format started in the US where a lot of the, the shops now are targeting store formats where you can drive up to the store. So kind of moving away from the mall concept where they've got smaller footprints, they're targeting bigger stores where they can drive up and easily access the store, have click and collect car spots right out front and just simplify that interaction with the customer because that seems to be the behavioral shift. You know, they're doing their research online. They know that the store's got it. And so they want to make that interaction as easy as possible. And then tied with that, you know, the, the internet obviously gives us this huge wide assortment of product that we've never been able to access before you know before if you were just shopping at a kmart or a jb hi-fi like i say you were limited by the footprint of that store and how much product they could fit in that store and so they traditionally had buying teams that would be the decider on what product would be stocked in those stores which brands they wanted to get behind and that would be that that was kind of all that you could choose from now you've obviously got the benefit of the internet and you can access any brand globally and get it dispatched to you one way or another. But it's changing the interaction from the customer whereby they now may really desire a brand and it, the owner again gets pushed on the retailer to actually stock brands that they may not have wanted to to deal with because otherwise they know they're going to lose that sale. And so it, it puts pressure on them to not only stock those brands but actually have a wider assortment so that they can fulfill that customer's demand. But to do that, they need more space. And so, you know, I think that you're going to see this shift towards probably fewer stores of these big name retail stores, but larger premises where they can house more product and have that wider assortment so that they can actually meet the customer's needs. There's always a next step for your business. There's always help at every stage. As you grow your business, we're here to support you every step of the way. Move forward with Mazars. Visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z-A-R-S.com.au. That's a very interesting prediction, but the pixie paint is not a particularly comfortable one for a lot of small businesses who could be worried about, you know, being that specialist and missing out on business because of these large warehouse-type stores. What advice would you give, given this megatrend that you're discussing, to your mum and dad's store? Yeah, look, I think that the real opportunity for your mum and dad is to focus on a niche and try and win in a niche. And so, you know, if I look at the business that we acquired, Designer Chandelier, that's exactly what this business set out to do and it and it's done it very well. So we have a core range of about 700 SKUs that are just chandeliers and pendants and that is unparalleled in any other lighting store in the country. And so they had enormous success because they set out with that goal just to win in that niche. And so they've been able to fulfill the customer's demands i.e. I want a chandelier that looks like this. It needs to be this wide. You know, my great room is so large that I need a bigger chandelier than what's currently on the market. And so they rolled out more and more 
chandeliers to meet the needs of customers and have become a specialist in it. And it's something that's very hard for a traditional bricks and mortar player to compete against us in because they don't have the space in their physical footprints. All right then, Todd. Well, just in closing, where should I start shoring up my small business? What should I start doing now to prepare for the landscape that you think is coming? Good question. I think if I was a mum and dad, I would really want to focus in on looking at my store format and trying to bridge the gap on the omnichannel experience. So making sure that I've got all my product that I have access to on my digital platform. So I might be running a Shopify website and today I might have only put up my best sellers because I'm just a mum and dad and I haven't put the time into it. So I would seek to quickly get your entire assortment onto that website. And then I would also look to find a cost-effective way to try and showcase as much of that product in your physical stores as well so that if the customer does find you because of your assortment, they then get that match service in your stores. That's Todd Foote, CEO of Hatch Brands. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more B Daily tomorrow. Follow at BE Daily Podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily Podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M A Z A R S.com.au.